What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fancy Fellow Show. It's Friday afternoon here, about 5 p.m. Central Time. I'm going to basically just go over all the practice reports. And I usually record this video on Wednesdays, but I wanted to push it back to Friday because uh, it's it's playoff season. I want to be as accurate as I can with some of these uh, with these tags on the questionable and, the you know, everything that goes with it. So we will get into it. Uh, I did put a link in the description if you want to follow along and look at the start sit charts for yourself. Uh, but let's go ahead and hop into it. Um, I did put uh, these, these. This is the DraftKings sportsbook spread, team total, game totals. I'm going to update this uh, later today, so this should be good to go for the weekend. But use this to kind of just see which teams are, are projected to score more points or the fewest points here. It's a really handy tool. And then, of course, we have Green Bay, Chicago, Washington, Atlanta, Indianapolis, and New Orleans all on by. Uh, that Raiders Rams game was was a complete weird game. Baker Mayfield uh, played really well. Uh, but anyways, let's look at the first game on the list here, the Jets at Buffalo. Uh, I think for fantasy football, both teams are relatively healthy. On the Buffalo side, you're using Josh Allen, you're using Stephon Diggs. Gabe Davis is the true question mark here. He's more of a low-end flex play. I don't think he's a must-start wide receiver three. He did struggle against the Jets earlier in the year. I think he only had two for 33 in that game, so he's not a great play. Uh, let me know if you have questions on Gabe Davis. And then with the emergence of James Cook the last couple weeks, uh, it, it puts a question mark on Devin Singletary. He's not, I mean, I've been marking him as a running back too all season long until this week. So he's more of a, a low-end RB2 flex play. I think James Cook's the decent PPR play as a running back two flex. And then Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, at this point, I think I'd rather play McKenzie over Gabe Davis in full PPR. So all these guys truly question marks uh, with flex decisions. And uh, I, th I think as long as you play PPR leagues, that's going to make McKenzie Cook uh, more valuable. I'm open to starting that Bills defense. We're going to leave Naheem and Dawson Knox on the bench. Uh, on the Jets side, Mike White, uh, he's been slinging it. I, I don't expect him to have an, an amazing game. The Bills defense is still pretty good, uh, but he should get enough volume to, to be a kind of a quarterback two for super flex leagues. Garrett Wilson remains a must start wide receiver three. He's been playing kind of like a wide receiver one since Mike White emerged. So we love Garrett Wilson. Get him in your lineups. And then the running back situation with the practice reports today, it looks like Michael Carter is going to be good to go. He uh, isn't even on the injury report here. So that's fantastic news. I think Michael Carter is going to be just fine uh, for this one. So he's a, you know, a fringe RB2 flex play. He's more of a PPR play. And then the guy that's been surging here is Zonovan Knight. He's been a really good uh, ball carrier and a, a passing down back. So I like Knight. He's going to be the number two here. They're going to do some kind of tandem with these guys. So both guys, RB2 flex plays. Say no to the Jets defense in this one. I think if you need them in a pinch, sure, they're fine. And then Corey Davis has been coming along. He's worth the add in deeper leagues. Ty Johnson, RB3, James Robinson's droppable at this point. And then Elijah Moore, Tyler Conklin will leave these guys on the bench. So I'm going to go with Buffalo in this one. But again, I think the Jets uh, proving to be pretty frisky at the moment. Let's move on to Cleveland and Cincinnati. Let's double check the practice reports on, on Cincinnati. They had a handful of guys here. Hayden Hurst already ruled out in this one. He didn't practice all week. Uh, and then you have uh, T. Higgins popped up on the injury report, but he's been limited, limited. They say he's going to go. And then Joe Mixon, full practice all week. So expect him to play uh, in this offense to be at full strength. On the Cleveland side, we have a couple question marks because two receivers did not practice today. David Bell and Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper didn't practice on Wednesday with a non-injury tag, limited on Thursday, and then downgraded to DNP on Friday. So he's a true questionable decision, decision, and he's probably more doubtful at this point if he's missing practice on Friday. So I don't like this for Amari Cooper. If you have Amari Cooper, we might need to look elsewhere. 
And then everything else looked pretty good. David Njoku's back for sure. Anthony Schwartz, uh, he's on IR with a concussion. So it's probably looking like a big Donovan Peoples-Jones week. Uh, on the Cleveland side, I think Deshaun Watson's only useful as a QB2 in Superflex leagues. You're starting Nick Chubb. Njoku belongs as a tight end one. And then DPJ, I think even if Cooper plays, like he's not healthy. So Donovan Peoples-Jones might be the wide receiver one in this one. Uh, and then we'll see. I have David Bell listed down here, but he's already been, again, ruled out. Or he's not looking, he's, he's questionable. So we'll see about David Bell. Uh, but we're not going to start anybody else other than DPJ. If Cooper plays, I'm fine with him as a wide receiver three flex. Say no to that Browns defense. And maybe if Cooper's out, maybe that means more Kareem Hunt. Uh, maybe, I'm not sure. Uh, on the Bengals side, though, it's pretty simple. You're starting all the guys. Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Tyler Boyd's more of a flex call. Uh, he has been playing well. The absence of Hayden Hurst makes me lean towards Boyd being a better play this week than he normally would be. And then Samashi Pirine, he's just been so hot. I think with all the bye weeks this week, if you need uh, Pirine as a running back too, I'm fine with it. Seven to 10 PPR points seems doable. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to lean with the Bengals in this one. It's just all, it's looking really, really good for Cincinnati at the moment. Uh, Houston, Dallas will be quick with this one. The Houston Texans did not, uh, they did not... They're not going to have Nico Collins and Brandon Cook. So their top two receivers are ruled out. It's not going to be a pretty game here. Davis Mills is officially the starter. Uh, but what does that mean for fantasy? Not much. I would tell you to not start a Texan if you can. Damien Pierce is the only guy that I'm thinking about as a running back two flex play. Brevin Jordan, a desperation tight end play. Chris Moore and Philip Dorsett, des desperation wide receiver three flexes. So try and avoid Texans if you can. It's really only Damian Pierce, and the game script's going to be pretty ugly, um, and he might not even be a good play. On the Dallas side, you're starting everybody. Prescott, Zeke, CeeDee Lamb, Dalton Schultz. Michael Gallup enters, enters the conversation as a nice wide receiver three flex. And then Tony Pollard, he's a must start. He's actually a running back too. I just, I don't put two guys on the same line. So Pollard and Zeke, I view them both high as RB2s. And of course, defense of the week is going to be Dallas. No Brown, whatever. It's, it's all Dallas on this side. I don't need to get too much into this game. It's going to be uh, a pretty good day for the Cowboys. Moving on to probably my favorite early game of the slate, Minnesota at Detroit. The overall health of these two teams look pretty good. Uh, I didn't see anything here offensively for the Vikings on that side, so it looks good there. And then with Detroit, Detroit's got a lot of DNPs today, um, but offensively I think they're going to be just fine. Uh, you got DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams both practicing in full. Jamison Williams is back. Khalif Raymond questionable with an illness, which could be good for Jamison Williams. So on the Lions side, I think Jared Goff is probably my streaming quarterback of the week. Again, six teams on by. He should be widely available in most leagues, and he's probably like a top 10, top 12 play this week. So I might even move him up to QB1 on this list. DeAndre Swift is back as a running back two for full PPR. Amon Ross St. Brown's a top five, top 10 play rest of season. We love what he's doing. Jamal Williams can still be a running back two flex. Uh, and then DJ Chark, he had a really good game last week and the week before he caught a touchdown. He's the number two receiver here. So I think he can be picked up and flexed if you need it. Say no to the Lions defense. And then we're going to leave all these guys here on the bench. I know a lot of people are excited about Jamison Williams. We are not starting him until we see something first. Uh, on the Viking side, you have Kirk Cousins. He's going to be a low-end QB1, a good matchup here at Detroit. Dalvin Cook, yes, you're starting him. Justin Jefferson, yes. TJ Hawkinson, back against his old team, yes, you're starting him. And then Adam Thielen, I've gotten a ton of questions on Thielen. I do think that he needs to be used as a wide receiver three flex. Uh, so if you can try and find a way to get him in, get him in your lineup. The Vikings defense is startable. I don't love it. Uh, but if you're in a pinch and, and you need someone, I suppose, Osborne, Madison, I don't prefer these guys, but Osborne had a big game against these guys back in like week four or five. 
ended up with the, I think the game winning touchdown. So uh, if you need someone in a deep, deep flex situation, I suppose KJ Osborne could be your guy. Uh, and that's it. I'm going to go. This one's a toss up. Detroit's playing so well. The Vikings haven't really lost many games this season. It could go either way. I think I'm going to go with the Vikings, but I'm not going to be surprised if the Lions win this game. Moving on to the Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans. We do need to check the reports on this one because we're not sure if Trevor Lawrence is going to play. Um, questionable at best right now. He didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. He did get a limited date on Friday, though, so he's on track to play with his toe injury. And then Zay Jones, not sure what to do with Zay Jones. Limited, limited, limited. It's good matchup. If you need him as a wide receiver three flex, I suppose it could be okay. So with the Jags, again, Lawrence, if he plays, he's a quarterback two for super flex leagues. I don't know if I love him as a streamer. I'd rather have Jared Goff. ETN uh, should be in our lineups as a running back too, but we do need to note that the Texas or the Titans, one of the best teams at stopping running backs from scoring fantasy points. So don't expect a huge game. You know, try to hit your floors at eight to twelve PPR points. Christian Kirk needs to stay in our lineups as a wide receiver too. Evan Ingram can be used uh, as a as a tight end one streamer this week. Tight ends, it's pretty ugly out there for tight ends. And then again, Zay Jones maybe a wide receiver three flex. Say no to the Jags defense. We'll leave Marvin Jones and Hasty on the bench. On the Titans side, no Traylon Burks in this one. They've officially ruled him out already. Let me look at the reports here. They have a lot of DNPs today. So they ruled a handful of players out. A couple cornerbacks, a couple receivers. There's Traylon Burks. Uh, but Derrick Henry, full. Ryan Tannehill, full. Um, so th- at least that part of the offense is going to be good to go. So Tannehill, a quarterback, too, for Superflex League. I suppose if you needed to stream him as a QB1, I'm fine with it. Uh, yes, you're using Derrick Henry. And then what do we do? With this passing offense, no Traylon Burks. I think Chigo Okonkwo is worth a tight end one streamer this week. If you need the help there, he has been playing well. He's had five targets in back-to-back games. And the weeks before that, he was getting like big plays, like a 41-yard catch, a 31-yard catch, big plays with Okonkwo. And if Burks is gone, he's going to be involved in the passing offense. So I like the usage for Chigo. And then Robert Woods, just kind of a low-end wide receiver three flex play, more of a desperation play, but he has played well at times throughout the year. Start that Titans defense, and then we're going to leave these guys here on the bench. Uh, I think Jags, they really fumbled it last week against Detroit. They just didn't show up, didn't have a great game. I'm going to lean with the Titans in this one. Uh, Moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Giants. Uh, Saquon Barkley, we're not sure if he's going to play. Uh, he's listed as limited and limited the last two days. Uh, there he is. Uh, limited and limited the last two days with a questionable neck injury. Uh, it's looking like he's kind of doubtful in this one. So I'm not really sure what to do. If he plays, sure, you'll play him. If not, it's going to be Matt Breida called up uh, as the wide, uh, the running back one. Uh, looks like receiver Marcus Johnson ruled out. Adore Jackson ruled out. So good news for Jalen Hurts and his receivers. Uh, Kenny Galladay, Richie James practicing in full. Uh, so that's that offense. And then looking at the Eagles, I think they're in good shape. Uh, yep, offense is good shape. So only one guy not practicing, only one guy ruled out. Eagles pretty healthy at the moment. We'll start with the Eagles side. Jalen Hurts, you're using him, no problem. Top three, top one quarterback, like he's a stud. Miles Sanders needs to be in our lineups as a running back too. And then both A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith right now have really capitalized the with the absence of Dallas Goddard. So both those guys need to be in lineups. Start that Eagles defense. And then Quez Watkins, we'll see if he plays. Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott, just kind of guys on the bench here. Uh, th- this could be a nice Gainwell week if you're if you're in a deeper league and you need a running back too. I do expect the Eagles to probably put up a good amount of points and, and, and maybe they pull the starters on this one. So keep an eye on Kenneth Gainwell. 
And then on the Giants side, Daniel Jones, it's not a good spot for him as a QB1. He looks like more of a super flex play to me as a two. Uh, I have Saquon Barkley as as a running back two this week just because, one, he's injured with the neck injury thing. And it's a tough matchup. The Eagles uh, defense could take away Saquon Barkley's rushing ability. And then uh, really the only guy that I'm okay with is Darius Slayton as like a fringe wide receiver three flex play. Say no to the Giants defense. And then Hodgins played well as a receiver. Richie James, Daniel Bellinger could be streamed as a tight end. Uh, one for you if you need it. And then if Matt Breida is indeed the starter, I suppose he, he's going to be an RB2 flex play. But overall, I'm not trying to start any New York Giants. If I can, I'm going Eagles in this one. Moving on to the Ravens and the Steelers. Uh, a couple injury concerns in this one. On the Steelers side, we have uh, Deontay Johnson limited, did not practice Thursday, and then limited today. So he's a true question mark decision. It looks like Najee Harris is back in full practice, so that's good to see there. Uh, otherwise, that's it for the offenses over here. And then let's, let's look at Baltimore. And Baltimore, of course, Lamar Jackson, he's not playing. Expect him not to play. Uh, but everybody else on the offense is, is fairly good to go here. We might even see J.K. Dobbins in this one. So on the Ravens side, it, it's Tyler Huntley. He's an interesting streaming quarterback. If you need a QB1, I still prefer Jared Goff as my top streamer this week. But Huntley's probably the next man up there. So if you need someone, I'm okay with Huntley. And then Mark Andrews is really the only guy we're going to use on the Ravens side. Start the Ravens defense. We still like that. Uh, but I can't trust Gus Edwards, Kenyon Drake, J.K. Dobbins, even Demarcus Robinson and Devin Duvernay. I suppose they could be deeper flexes if you need someone as a wide receiver three flex in a PPR format. I think these guys could be fine. Tyler Huntley, he's a functional quarterback. He can he can move the ball down the field. So I'm okay with those guys. But for the most part, it's Andrews and, and Huntley. That's about it. On the Steelers side, Pickett, uh, just a low-end QB2 streamer option. Najee Harris, kind of a low-end RB2 play. I don't, I don't love Najee Harris in this one. The one guy I do like, though, is Pat Frymuth. Because uh, if Deontay Johnson doesn't play... Pat Frymuth and George Pickens are going to be uh, really strong plays this weekend as the top two targets in this offense. So you're starting Pat. He's a top five tight end. And then again with Pickens, uh, I'm hesitant to play Pickens. Uh, the Ravens do allow outside receivers to, to score points. So it is a good matchup for him. And if Deontay Johnson's banged up and if he doesn't play, Pickens becomes a must start. Uh, and then I'm even open to starting that Steelers defense. We'll keep an eye on Jalen Warren. Tough game here. Uh, I'm not sure the Ravens can come in here uh, on this uh no Lamar Jackson game, and if they can win, it's a huge – I mean, they're trying to stay ahead of the Bengals, so they, they could pull it off, but I think I'm going to go with the Steelers uh, in this one. Let's move on to the Sunday late games. Uh, not a fun game here, but we'll go into Kansas City's uh, reports here. Looks like everybody practiced today, which is fantastic. Even Kadarius Tony. so entire bill of health for this team, which is great to see. Kadarius Tony limited. He's a true question mark in this one. And then let's look at Denver. We are expecting Cortland Sutton already ruled out. So that's good news there. Uh, we don't have to worry about that. Uh, and then Jerry Judy, full practice today. So he's good to go. Otherwise, that's really it for fantasy. Nothing else to see here. On the Broncos side, with, with Cortland Sutton officially ruled out, Jerry Judy is a nice wide receiver three in this one. You're going to start Greg Dulcich as a tight end one. Uh, I think Latavius Murray's fine as a low-end RB2 play. You know, you get your, your floor of eight to ten points. Russell Wilson's only a quarterback two in super flex leagues. Uh, it's, it's a decent matchup because we expect the Chiefs to score, which means Denver's going to have to air it out. So I do like Judy. I do like Dulcich. Say no to the Broncos' defense in this one, and we're going to leave Mike Boone. Cortland Sutton's already out. Uh, if you need someone in a deep sleeper, uh, Kendall Hinton can be a wide – he's going to be the wide receiver too in this one. So it wouldn't surprise me if he gets, you know, double-digit points uh, by the end of this one. 
On the Chiefs side, you're starting Patrick Mahomes. We have to get the idea that Pacheco is a running back too going forward. He's a must start. Travis Kelsey, yes. Uh, and then what do we do with the receivers here? You have MBS, Juju. These guys are both kind of fringe wide receiver three flex plays. MBS seems to make a big play every game. Juju has not really been himself since he got injured. Um, so if you guys do have questions on the Chiefs receivers, I don't love the play, but it, it's it's a decent matchup for some of these guys here. And then Jarek McKinnon has looked good. He had probably his best game of the season last week as a PPR running back two flex. I like it. And then that Chiefs defense, man, I'm open to using it. They've been one of the popular starts and streams this week. Uh, I'm probably not going to play Kadarius Tony if he plays. We'll just take the win if he if he gets on the field. And then Sky Moore say no. We're going to go with the Chiefs in this one. Let's look at the Tampa Bay Bucks and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, we got a couple injury concerns here on Tampa Bay. Leonard Fournette did not practice on Friday. So questionable, limited on Thursday with a foot, and then downgraded to DNP. I don't love that. So that that is truly uh, a good thing for Rashad White. Everything else here, you have uh, Tristan, Tristan Wirfs not playing, Buck Safety, Antoine Winfield not playing, as well as Mike Edwards. So the Bucks a little bit banged up on defense. Uh, and then if we go to SF, uh, let me look here. Uh, Nick Bosa, probably not going to play. Jimmy Garoppolo, of course, out. Uh, and just a couple other guys here. But otherwise, Debo Samuel got a full practice in today. So did Christian McCaffrey. Both those guys are uh, trending healthier. So that's great news. Now, what do we do with Brock Purdy? Yeah, he looked fine last weekend. Uh, I think he's a quarterback to super flex option, and he should be a guy that can get at least a touchdown or two in this game. You like Christian McCaffrey, yes. Debo Samuel needs to continue to stay in our lineups as a wide receiver two or three. And then I, even with, with Purdy, I think Brandon Ayuk's going to be a fine wide receiver three flex play. And then continue to start George Kittle. You don't really have that much of a choice if you roster him. Uh, start that 49ers defense. We're not scared of this Bucks offense. And then Juwan Jennings. And keep an eye on Jordan Mason. If anything happens to McCaffrey, we're going to be looking at Jordan Mason on the waiver wire. For the Buccaneers, again, let's assume Leonard Fournette doesn't play in this one. That's going to make Rashad White a pretty solid RB2. It's a tough matchup, but with his receiving workload and a full PPR, I like Rashad White quite a bit. Tom Brady's just a QB2 in Superflex Leagues. Chris Godwin's been the bright spot on this offense of late. So he's he's like a wide receiver one. Mike Evans hasn't scored a touchdown since like week three or four. He's more of a wide receiver three flex play at this point. Uh, I'm open to starting that Buccaneers defense. Again, playing against a rookie quarterback. It could be a nice day for the for the sacks and the turnovers. And then Cameron Brait expected to play. Julio Jones, leave him on the bench. Kate Otten. Uh, I like I would like Kate Otten if, if, if uh, Brait wasn't out there. But that's it. Interesting game here. I think the Bucks have some momentum, and with Brock Purdy just being inexperienced, maybe maybe this one goes to Tampa Bay. I'm going to lean with Tampa Bay in this one. Uh, I love the weapons on the 49ers offense, but I think Tom and the Bucks uh, are kind of on the the backs against the walls, and we will see what they can do with their best football. Um, Carolina and Seattle. A lot of I've gotten so many questions on the Seattle backfield. I do not. I would be shocked if Kenneth Walker plays. He didn't practice all week, guys. DJ Dallas also not practicing all week. Interesting. DK Metcalf limited on Thursday. DNP on Friday. So that one's a true game time decision going into the weekend. I don't love when my players downgraded on Friday. And then everything else looks fine. Travis Homer back in full. He's probably the starter in this one. Geno Smith full practice today. Uh, and then, yeah, that's about it. And then on the, what do we, what's the Carolina side here? I think Carolina is relatively healthy. Yeah. They don't have anybody ruled out. So nothing to see here on Carolina. Deonta Foreman full practice today. Uh, so with that being said, Carolina, Sam Darnold is a quarterback two option, more of a deeper QB two. Uh, you're starting Deonta Foreman. Seahawks aren't really good against defending the run. So I like Foreman a lot in this one. 
go ahead and start DJ Moore as a wide receiver three. And then just because the Seahawks are so bad at stopping the run, Chuba Hubbard is like a low end running back to flex play. If he needed, I, I could see him getting enough touches to be a good play. And then say no to the Carolina defense. We'll leave these guys here on the bench on the Seahawks side, Geno Smith, keep him in there as a QB one Tyler Lockett. is a wide receiver one. Yeah, he's playing fantastic. He's on a nice touchdown streak. And then I'm going to have to put a Q next to DK Metcalf. If Metcalf plays, I'm going to play him. If not, that means uh, just Tyler Lockett's looking in for a, a pretty big target day. And then with Travis Homer here, I'm going to get rid of that question, questionable tag. I'm probably going to move him up to running back too. I think he's going to be the guy that gets the most touches. Tony Jones is also going to be in the mix here. He's a desperation flex play if you need it. Uh, but I'm going to lean Homer being the guy that gets the majority of touches with Tony Jones mixing in. I'm open to starting the Seahawks defense. Sam Darnold is known to break a few eggs every now and then. And then Noah Fant, if DK Metcalf's out, I suppose Noah Fant can be a tight end one. I don't love it, though. Uh, And then, again, assume Kenneth Walker, DJ Dallas are going to be out. Carolina, man, I think, I mean, if if you say no DK Metcalf, that's going to make me lean Carolina a little bit. They're coming off their bye week. They're playing uh, better with Sam Darnold. It's going to be, I'm going to lean Seattle for now, but don't be surprised if Carolina uh, shocks them with this one. Let's finish with the... Sunday night football game. Let's look at Miami. Uh, I believe Jalen Waddle is good to go. Uh, doubtful for River Crockcraft. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, Jalen Waddle, full practice, back-to-back days. Love to see it. Uh, Tyree Kill didn't practice yesterday. That might have been just a day rest. Full practice today, so good to see there for Miami. And then the Chargers side, we're getting Mike Williams back. Uh, on the, the bad side, though, it looks like Derwin James not going to play. Bryce Callahan probably not going to play. Uh, uh, offensive tackle here, not going to play. So the Chargers are banged up at some key positions, uh, but we'd love to stay uh, back-to-back full practices for Mike Williams. That's a huge deal. I think he's going to be, uh, I'm, I'm going to put him in my lineups. I know he kind of burned us the last time he came back prematurely, but uh, I trust him. On the Chargers side, you're starting Herbert, you're starting Eckler, you're starting Keenan Allen. Find a way to get Mike Williams in there. I know he's burned us in the past, but the fact that this already happened to him and he got re-injured, and then the fact that he was practicing in full doesn't carry an injury tag. That's a really good sign for Mike Williams. So try and find a way to get him in there. Gerald Everett can be a tight end one. And then Josh Palmer, now that Keenan and Mike are back, he's kind of more of like a fringe wide receiver three flex play, more of like a deeper 12-team league play. Uh, say no to the Chargers defense and we'll leave these guys. Why do I have Mike Evans on here? I'll have to double check that. Not great. Uh, on the Dolphins side, you can start two Otego Bailoa as a top 10 play. You're starting Tyreek. You're starting Waddle. And then the big question with the Dolphins is who do we use at running back? Raheem Mostert got seven carries last week. Jeff Wilson got one. I don't blame you if you don't want to use either one of these guys, but I do. you have to acknowledge the Chargers are really bad at stopping the run. So I think both guys are viable as running back two flexes. If I had to choose one, I'll go with Raheem Mostert. He's fresher. He got more carries last week, got more snaps, and he ran more, tar- he ran more routes. Um, so I'm leaning Raheem Mostert being the better play. Let me know if you have Dolphins RB questions. Say no to the Dolphins defense. We'll leave these guys here on the bench. Uh, my heart, my heart wants to pick the Chargers. My head wants to go with the Dolphins. I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean LA Chargers. They need. They're in must-win territory. They're at home. Uh, we'll see if they can uh, get back into the playoff race. And then we're gonna finish up here with the New England Patriots and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, on the Patriots side, Damian Harris probably not gonna play back-to-back DNPs. Jacoby Myers. Probably not going to play back-to-back DNPs as well. Uh, on the Cardinals side, did DeAndre Hopkins get back? Hopkins got a full practice in today. He was uh, he didn't practice yesterday with an illness. 
Greg Dortch is going to play, uh, and it looks like Rondell Moore is on track to not play with back-to-back DNPs. Everything else looks fine. On the Patriots side, it's a good matchup for the Patriots offense. Like I think Mac Jones is fine as a QB2 option. You're starting Ramondre Stevenson, you know, no Damien Harris. Even if Damien Harris does play, like Ramondre is still a top 10 running back. And then I have Jacoby Myers in there as flex. I'm probably going to pull him down and put up Devontae Parker and Nelson Aguilar as flex play. So if you need a receiver for Monday Night Football, those would be the two that I'm looking at. And then Hunter Henry, the, the Cardinals are like the worst team against defending tight end. So both Parker Aguilar and now Hunter Henry are going to be moved up into my flex spots. That defense is startable for the Patriots. I don't love it, but if you need to, if you're in a pinch, I'm fine with it. And then the Cardinals, Kyler Murray remains a top 10 QB. You're going to start James Conner. You got to start DeAndre Hopkins and Marquise Brown. But after that, it's slim pickings here. Um, I have a maybe next to the Cardinals defense. I'm going to change that to no. Uh, we're going to assume Ronda again, Ronda Moore probably not playing. We're not trusting Trey McBride. Greg Dortch is an is interesting deep flex play if you need someone. And then uh, go ahead and stash Keontae Ingram if you need uh, a running back at the end of your bench because James Conner hasn't really been uh, the perfect bill of health throughout his career, and he, he'd be next man up. So uh, fun game here. I, I'm, I'm going to lean the Patriots. I know it's on the road here, but uh, I, I trust Bill Belichick more than I trust uh, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury at the moment. So that's it. That's the week. 14 fantasy preview here if you guys are still with me don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel like the video if you're on twitch uh, give us a follow all that good stuff and uh yeah i'm not going to be doing a live stream tomorrow night i have a christmas event party to go to uh but i will be going live sunday morning 10 30 a.m central time about an hour and a half before the game start so if you want to come hang out with us in the morning come do so and uh yeah enjoy the rest of your weekend guys we'll see you later peace